0: Doug Terrell, History and Comment is available weekdays on iHeartRadio. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for Tuesday, the 15th of August, 2023. Yesterday, we talked about Duncan I and his battle with Macbeth. Today, we're at the latter end of Macbeth's and his reign. In 1057, he's killed in a battle with forces loyal to the next king of Scotland, At this time, the land was known as Alba and was primarily the Scottish Highlands or the area north of Glasgow and Edinburgh. This was earlier the Kingdom of the Picts. Who they were related to ethnically is unclear. The term most likely had its origins in Roman writings when Rome ruled the southern portion of the British island. Pict may have been a derogatory term for the barbarians beyond Roman rule. It may also have come from the practice of the blue body paint the people used. But that practice was most likely a historic relic four centuries later when William Wallace was fighting the Brits. Sorry, Braveheart fans. In the Americas, Panama City is founded in the year 1519 by Spanish conquistadors embarking on their plan to conquer the Inca people and take their gold and in the name of Christ. Ignatius of Loyola, along with six others, take their first vows on this day in 1534. Six years later, they will form the Society of Jesus. This is the official name of the order. The shorter is the Jesuits. Ignatius had a military background before becoming a priest. The others were much younger. The Society of Jesus is considered the most militant of the orders in defending the church. Some call them the church's marines others their Gestapo. Scottish author Sir Walter Scott is born in 1771. He brought us a number of classics and had a major impact on European and American literature. Ivanhoe and Rob Roy are two of his works. 1914, after decades of planning and effort, the Panama Canal opens to traffic, greatly shortening the trip between the Atlantic and the Pacific Ocean by ships. Two very colorful people are killed in a single airplane crash in Barrow, Alaska in 1935. Wiley Post was a very skilled pilot who held a number of flight records for endurance and altitude. Will Rogers was known more as an entertainer and for his wit. Rogers and Post both had ties to Oklahoma and Cherokee blood, but were more casual friends. Rogers often used his fame and public forum to promote the new field of aviation. Post was working on developing an airmail route to Russia, and Rogers went along for the ride and to gather new material for his newspaper column. Their single-engine craft developed engine troubles on takeoff. Post was 36 and Rogers 55. The Wizard of Oz premieres at Grauman's Chinese Theater in 1939. The Berlin Wall is going up in 1961. While it seemed such a thing at the time, it lasted for only 20 years and has been gone for almost twice that period. Yet it's something we need to keep in our mind for the repression of the people in the name of big government and the Soviet bloc. Folks, this system failed miserably. Life conditions might not have been third world, but the people were greatly repressed and failed to generate the prosperity that Marx had promised. This is the exact same outcome each time Marxism is tried. The Beatles play for 60,000 fans in New York City in 1965. Four years later, a much larger event with a much bigger impact on society takes place in upstate New York. The Woodstock Music and Art Fair opens three days of music, featuring some of the biggest names in popular music of the day. The weather did not cooperate, and interest was greatly underestimated. Promoters had sold almost 200,000 tickets in advance, but did not expect the majority of those to show up. Instead, twice that number did. Despite the problems and bad weather, the event was considered peaceful. But there was a dark side. 350,000 excess people in one place camping for three days in a rainstorm will have a host of problems. As many as 740 people may have been treated for drug overdoses and about as many treated for walking barefoot through mounds of trash. The nation completes its break from the gold standard in 1971. Up to this time, foreign investors could still convert U.S. dollars into gold. Now our currency is based solely on the good name of the U.S. government. Apple introduces the iMac computer in 1998. 2005, Israel once again shows they will trade land for peace. You can see how well that has worked out. North Korea marches to its own drum. In 2015, they introduce Ponyang time, which is eight and a half hours ahead of Universal time. The rest of the world is content to keep to the hour. Two years ago, we watched as the U.S. hastily pulled out of Afghanistan, creating a humanitarian crisis. I have not spoken on the Trump indictments much. Folks, this is third world politics, for the rulers out of power are criminals. The latest round out of Atlanta is the worst of the worst. The most significant point is that lawyers that have defended Trump in court have now been brought up on charges. Any defendant is allowed to defend himself and is entitled to a lawyer. That is basic Miranda rights. Yet in this case, the defense lawyers are being charged as organized criminals, using laws designed for the likes of Al Capone. These prosecutors are not looking to uphold the law. They are out of the same mold they want to push their agenda. They are willing to warp the justice system to those exact ends. I was taught back in the dark ages that the American justice system was slanted toward fairness, and the idea that you were innocent until you had been proven guilty. In fact, it was preferable to let multiple guilty men go free, rather than convict and deny personal liberty to an innocent man. Folks, do your homework on the prosecutor that brought the recent charges. She is a leftist Democrat that wants to further her career, setting her sights on Georgia Governor and maybe the White House in four or eight years. And she is building her resume on the fact she wants to take down the president, whose platform was simply, Make America Great. It would not be hyperbole to coin the statement, Abrams for president in 2032. Let's make America Haiti. That is exactly where we are at. Sadly, America's quickly losing our pulpit for a higher standard. This is third-world dictator stuff. We are seeing played right out here in the USA, and half the country is pleased with it. This is bad enough, yet at the very same time, more than likely, the White House is being sold to the highest bidder, usually countries that should be classed as enemies, for personal gain. And it's the same political party and biased media that is supporting both. Ask yourself what the logical conclusion to this affair is. And what will the political system look like if this fiasco is allowed to continue? That's history and comment for the 15th day of August. I'm Doug Tyrrell. Now, go do something worth remembering.